morning. Good after morning. Good morning. Good after morning. This is Good After Morning. I'm Taylor Morgan. I'm joined by Zayden motherfucking Kirby. Zayden Kirby. That's my name. And we are live from the Beats by Dr. Dre Super Zoot Blunt Lab and Podcast Center brought to you by Beats by Dr. Dre Volume 3. Greg Katie is also join, joining us. Yeah, I haven't fed them yet, so they are... Um, Gonna be with us for a while. They're gonna be feral. Yeah. Can you hear me back here too? Um, Seems like it. Here's me up here. I might touch the gain just a tad. Don't you touch gain? Oh, I'm touching gain, brother. (coughs) I touch gains. Cause we're. um, I touch gains every day, bro. So you see this little dot here on the front of this mic? I don't trust it. That's uh that that means that's the front. I've seen a mic. Yeah, but see, I painted this one gold, so I painted over that, so I had to kind of chip a piece off, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, I see. You did a special job. Hey, Greg Kitty. Yeah, and I've also been just, like, gripping this thing, because all my mic stands suck. Like, now I have this little desk stand, so that helps, but I've just been gorilla gripping this fucking thing, so I've rubbed off a bunch of the paint. You can't really tell, because it's in this little holdy thing. Yeah, this is your mic. Mm Mm-hmm. Mine is a mic judge. Dude... Your your mic is not Mike Judge because my mic is Mike Myers, I'll have it not that way. the scary one. I'll have it that way. <laughs> I'll have it that way. <laughs> Fuck, dude! I didn't grab my water. That's a podcast yeah. error. Is that the one that I can reach right there? Maybe. Is Ooh. it a blue cup? Yep. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's fucking far though. Come on, please. Oh, I'll glaze your knob for you. I don't condone this. Dude, so there's a term <laughs> that has popped up in the Call of Duty community, and it's known as glazing. And it basically means you're, like, hyping somebody up. Why are you glazing in, my boy? In hopes that they'll like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I could see it. Like that kind of shit. So. Dick riding. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's also known as dick suck cheese in the Call of Duty yeah, community. <laughs> <laughs> they use dicks like cheese and or, or glazing. Yeah, all all of the above. Mm-hmm. All means the same. <laughs> Yellow bellies. For real, dude. That's some fucking city bullshit. If I've ever heard. That's all I'm talking about. Very kitty, don't you do it? I mean, Grigio. So I think one of these days I'm just gonna get you really into competitive uh, cod. Yeah, and then I become the best <laughs> there's ever been because that's how I am. Damn. Yeah. I you, sh- you shooting like that? Well, I actually beat you. <laughs> you haven't beat me yet in Smash in about two days. Oh. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Yeah, so <laughs> I've been doing really good at Smash, and I just learned about the game yesterday. Yeah, I've been giving this guy the fucking five-side treatment, throwing him in the fire, just playing randoms all the time. Yeah, it's crazy and inevitably beautiful how... Easily, I become president of uh, Super Smash Bros. 
America. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That that being it as it may. That's someone else's words too, not mine. (laughs) I won't get into that. Well, I'll just call my good friend Reggie. Yeah. Ever heard of him? Yeah, no, because that's... He's the former president of Nintendo America. Oh, yeah, well... The only or should I, I call my other friend Doug Bowser? The only Reggie the guy that took his place. you know is the weed you get. Hmm. Chidge. You hear him? He's coming at my weed now. You know, this has just been a podcast yeah, about... Yeah, I'm coming at your weed while I'm sitting here coming from my own weed. Because Damn. of how good it is. Well... I wish I was weed right about now. Yeah, really. I turned to a fucking weed eater that moment. A <laughs> weed eater. <laughs> <laughs> no snakes in my grass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Dude, speaking of snakes and grass, we're gonna go fucking hiking this weekend. And I think I kind of want to plan it out here on the podcast. Why well, you gotta do that? So that way we can give out the latitude and longitude coordinates of where you live and where we're going to be. Now I'm thinking with the lens of an observer being involved. Mm-hmm. What yeah. does that mean? <laughs> yeah, you know what it means. You know what it means, Jack Wagner. Are you saying the omnipotence of the podcast is starting to get to you? I'm saying <laughs> if they hear about what's really happening down there. Oh... All yeah, the cool shit well, that people the, can't all the fucking secret look at. Shit with the caves and the what the uh, secret animal caves. hybrids that live in Spalmall. <laughs> I don't really want them to figure out about that shit. <laughs> that is true. I don't know how well yeah. my listeners know Spavanaugh, Oklahoma. Oh, it's well known. <laughs> <laughs> this is the birthplace of Mickey Mantle, my cousin. Yeah, Mickey Mantle, and cousin. Uh, I. Let, let's take, dude, that, that's actually a good exercise. Let's take a guess at the population of Spavanaugh, Oklahoma. Let's I'm going to look it okay, up. Because okay. there was just a census in 2020. It shouldn't be, it should be like, it's going to be like slightly above what your brain wants to say because of all the woods around Spavanaugh. Yeah, right? Like the area of Spavanaugh is bigger than the mm-hmm. town itself. Ooh. All right, I know. Okay, I'm going to have to say. <laughs> it's a swing number, dude. It's crazy. 1,700. That is a bust. 351. Oh, my gosh. So it is the actual town of Spavanaugh. Yeah, I bet the city limits aren't that wide. Yeah, because there's no wet, because there's so many. Because Jay does get that cheese, because it does have big city limits. I don't even know if my address would be Spavanaugh. I don't even know what my address is. I don't even have an address. Type shit, I'm You just live over there. Type shit, I'm (laughs) You come over? It's an address? I dropped a pen, ain't it? Where the river bends at the snake's crossing. <laughs> That's my address. Make make a heading to the first light of the seventh day. <laughs> There's a fucking candle that lantern that never goes out on the, <laughs> on the horizon. On the seventh ca- seventh cave opening on the Spavanaugh River, you take two rights there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, imagine, like, that's how you had to get around back in the day. Oh, like, there wasn't even streets or anything. Like just, you literally... just, like, going to your homie's house would probably bring you some purpose. <laughs> For real. Like, especially, <laughs> like, before there was even, like, well, like, well-made road systems. Like, if you were a pioneer, like, you just did the land run or some shit. You're out here, and you know you've got a couple people that live, like, within five miles of you. And you're gonna go visit them one day. 
Yeah, and you're like, and like, like, all right. So I got. Then. He wrote down on this piece of paper where he lives. Yeah, he, and it's, so and I'm, it's like I'm looking guys, for a giant double tree, and I'm gonna hang a right. <laughs> and it's that off chance you just get like a retard dude. Yeah, for real. Like just, just a like, really directionally challenged guy. Like, like he just writes backwards directions. The hey, way. Uh, there's like a well, I've seen like at least twenty three leaves. Uh, there's like dude, that's like that's that's some shit that people have really that's a lost art like getting around getting dude. around yeah. because if you couldn't get around back in the day you would die you fucked, yeah. pretty easily you would die yeah. so like <laughs> knowing how the fuck to get home and like remembering like your like landmarks and shit from being able to find knowledge. north like all that shit is gone yeah i couldn't find north maybe i could i think i've talked about it on the podcast before but it like if you, you could take the average person and just take their phone, take everything, and, like, just drive them out in the woods somewhere, like, a couple miles away, and then just say, come back to my house. Oh, yeah, I know. And, and, and just see how long it would take them I to, would like... struggle with that shit. <clears throat> it's hard. Like, spin them around three times and walk away, like... <laughs> I fucking... I'll struggle to find my own home sometimes, if it's the right weather. <laughs> feeling a little humid out i might get lost it's scary when it get humid outside humanoid Dude. in the air that's called a nader fuck tornadoes that's asmr baby <laughs> hello it's <laughs> saying kirby here for another Right out of my mouth, baby. <laughs> ah, we're back. <laughs> I was, was, was kind of wanting you to ASMR, like, the whole do dick noises, it. you know? <laughs> like, sucking a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't do that, because that's freaking gay. <laughs> freaking, if Jesus would abide, I'd do it. And he don't abide. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and that's where I'm going to leave it there, and we're going to hop over to the conversation. Why ACDC is overrated. That's actually a good conversation. Because I used to say back in the day, this is how big of a little shit I was. I used to Big say, of a little shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know me, man. I'm a big of a little shit. <laughs> All right. Continue. But I used to say that the only thing keeping ACDC and Linkin Park alive was the Iron Man movies and the Transformer movies. I mean... <laughs> when I was, like, 12. Especially, like, like ACDC, like... I don't know what exactly it is. I think it's that Angus thinks he, like, he, it's, like, about, like, his little, he does, like, a little kick. Yeah. And so he's got a less trot ball, thing. And they say, oh, he's got to less porn, he does to do dance dance. <laughs> and um, I think that's probably why people think it. And then the one dude says, and um, I think it makes the people with, the, you know, those type of brains just go, well, yeah. I think that's something the problem with it probably that's gotta be at least half of it <laughs> I think the other half is is that they're just hella overplayed yeah no they just have like some it's like a little pump kind of it's the same shit yeah. they just say highway to hell it's like the same thing as yeah, little pump one... being like little pump oh little pump yeah like people yeah. just kinda like 
repeatable. <laughs> so what's the what's the one Lil Pump song? Oh, flex like ooh. <laughs> that's like diamond on my wrist and a flex like ooh. <laughs> that's like <laughs> you ain't rocking with my crew. <laughs> that's the type of shit. Like that's like. Me, my brain at its worst was like, it ain't bad though. Yeah. Like, me nah, at my that, worst off crazy. of like 15 Zans, I was like, yo, I could kind of fucks with it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the same difference though. It's just like the. Because, like, ACD, they're like, their music actually is like decent. It's pretty good when you actually listen to it. Yeah. But it's just one of those bands. It's just like, come yeah, on, no, guys. it's just. Come on. Like, that, like, um,. What's the one fucking song? Thunderstruck. Yeah, the and, little, uh, the there's little another one. Four-year-old talent. People are like, "Oh my freaking god, that is one!" And they're like, "And he had less Paul, and he was doing ten one fuck." And, 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 and that's just an ACDC fan, you know. He's like, "Oh, did the, he wears a he wears a chef's hat when he performs the AC singer. He wears a chef's hat and he." Thinks he's a Frenchman. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's a painter while he's on stage. Oh, and he's ACDC. I just like making fun of him a lot. No, I, I'm right there on, not on the, the boat worst, with you. But, but it's like hating him. What I was saying was, but. like, I heard Thunderstruck at every single sporting event I ever went to in my <laughs> life. And I went to a lot. Fucking Little League Fields love Thunderstruck, yeah. bro. Yeah, oh yeah, they do. Were you here whenever I was playing that like hillbilly version of Thunderstruck? Yeah, <laughs> I just randomly ban- found banjos. that. Yeah, I, I remember finding that. The homie like, was see, playing spoons in the back. There was like dudes who I went away from the mic. There's dudes who do that like they were doing like banjo, like bluegrass covers of rock songs. Is like one of the first YouTube things I remember. Like. I remember it was probably wasn't the same people, but it was mm, just like just some, some shit like that. But I definitely had heard Thunderstruck on the banjo before. Yeah, now um, I think the first YouTube video I ever watched was How to Be Ninja by uh, formerly Nigga Higa, now mm. Ryan Higa. Oh, he changed. <laughs> he changed. He's, he's he had to. He's way he's way different now. <laughs> Everything, everything about it. He had an evolution. It's like Rango, bro. You either change or die, or whatever the turtle said. Yeah, uh, I don't really know my first YouTube. I would watch all kinds of just like, like you remember Walk Off the Earth? <laughs> yeah, got yeah. I remember like watching them from the very like. I They're was, all playing one guitar. Yeah, like, they would do all types of cool. Little, so I, I, I liked watching shit like that, and then I would watch like fights. Obviously. Yeah. Like, I remember Kimbo Slice is an early yeah. YouTube thing I watched. Kimbo Slice just, like, taking people's eyeballs and mm. eating them in front of the camera. That is fucking wild, like, dude. Yeah. Kimbo was just knocking people out for, like, years. Like, like, like a decade on YouTube. Get in here. Look at this. Just a decade of him this just guy. knocking out hobos and fucking yeah, random people. Like, like, dude, no, some of those dudes were freaking. Yeah, like, like they would actually square up like with the good people. They're, like, the same size of them. Yeah, like, they take, like, 8,000 freaking sledgehammer punches to the face and then they just like keep going and finally Kimbo's just like taking their eyeballs out and taking their nose off their head and they're like alright we're gonna have to call that good yeah I think move on nah, they went to the UFC and kinda got fucked that is true you got fucking who was the guy he fought that was also kind of ridiculous he had like a, a dumbass haircut 
I don't remember either. I don't know enough about UFC to. I just remember. I can't saying, remember his lineage, his timeline. It looks like I got with a mohawk or some shit. Oh, is it Chuck Liddell? <laughs> no, but that would be really funny. No, I was like, because that would have been like prime Chuck Liddell era. Chuck Liddell, I was. <laughs> he just always reminded me of my dad. I don't know why. Do you think you're tough? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's probably why. Is that? He Are you saying to... your dad could beat up my dad? Well, the thing about. Chuck Liddell is that he looks like he went to J high school. That is true. So. That is true. Honestly, he kind of looks like Chase Brock. Like if Chase Brock was beefy. Like a beefy white Chase Brock. Yeah. With a white trash Chase Brock. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, Just Chase Brock. <laughs> um, I love Chase. For real. Uh, what was I gonna say? That's my cuz. Tony Ferguson looks like he's from Spavanaugh. Tony Ferguson? I'll pull up a picture. He sounds like he's from Ta- Spavanaugh. <laughs> I'll show you. He looks like he's from Spavanaugh. You give, keep him entertained real quick. Oh, yeah, I'll <clears> keep him entertained. <throat> yeah, give him something. For whom the bell tolls. Time on the um. The musical stylings of Ali Hendrix, J High School legend. Need that. I'm sure you guys would love to hear the tale of her, but that's a song I can't sing. That's a song that has to be sung by another man on yep. a different day. Yep. That that's a that's a ditty for another titty in a different city, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I think I got Dude, one. Dude I think you're just kinda jealous that I can sing more Louis Armstrong than you can. Yeah, well, I'm not. Yeah, he looks like a fucking Spavanaugh <laughs> native for sure. <laughs> yeah, Tony Ferguson, he's a, he probably fights like he's from Spavanaugh too, I'd imagine. Drunk? Mm. <laughs> Dude, how crazy is it to think about there was just a young Tommy Morrison... Up like two like, steps from being a pro, just hanging out at the J bar across it, from the, the fucking courthouse. Just dropping people in the streets. <laughs> drunk Indians. Just <laughs> yeah, just taking, <laughs> taking them the to church. <laughs> and then getting actually knocked out a few times. My mom was telling me some stories. Like, oh, yeah. There was a couple times he got his ass whipped, but most of the time he was just hitting people with that heavy yeah, left. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> That's because fight like a boxing match and the street fights are just way different. Yeah. Well, and there's just also get, just a lot of beer involved, yeah, so like and, you're and, bound to fuck up. And you just get clocked out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. When you're not exactly Take a bottle. It, a little fucked up. You just get fucking rocked. <laughs> Doesn't matter how who you are, what you're doing. It's like, it's like oh, I could fuck you up. You ruin <laughs> your chances in the whole fight. But that is wild. I want to do, like, a deep dive on him. Like, have you seen his 30 for 30? I don't even know what 30 for 30 is off the top. Is that, like, it's a, a little segment where they're like, I'm the guy who did the thing? Not really. Um, kind of close. But oh, it's ESPN. Really, it's ESPN's, like, sports documentary, like, series. And they um, they just cover all sorts of stories. And they did one on him, which is pretty cool because they shot, like, all over Jay. Oh, and like, yeah, and they were cool at the Bulldog Arena and shit, and like. Oh, I think I remember that. And uh, <clears throat> it's just telling his story, which is not a great one. No. It's kind of fucked up not that he's like 
the most notable person to come from Jay Oklahoma he's in recent g- history. Good expl- <laughs> he's a good explanation of Jay Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Because uh, he did a lot of fucking and a lot of drugs. Yep. And uh, that caught him in the end. Got him. Have in you the seen butt, the pictures of him? Yeah, where he. <sighs> Dude, they're tough. Yeah, that's pretty sad. He goes from Rocky Five to that. That's some weird <laughs> shit. That's what. He was in a Rocky movie, dude. <clears throat> AIDS changes you. <laughs> For real. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking HIV will fuck your ass up. <laughs> For real. <laughs> From start to finish, it'll really, fuck your ass it'll up. Fuck your real life ass up. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. There's always gonna be mm-hmm. when there's people and there's and when you go and there's and there's cars with the roads around Jay the thing mm-hmm. is people 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 they talk but the thing about when their words come out mm-hmm. is like you gotta think yeah, about it yeah. you gotta think about no, it no, it's yeah. right in front of your face and that's where you guys when you're listening listen up because there's a fucking grind set you gotta chase when there's money involved and you've got brains and there's people around you and there's snakes and the whole time you let that fucking slide, there's a grind set where you're when you're winning and there's Church. positive and then those positives they change you. And when you're in the change state, I like to call it the flow zoshi state, um, when you're in that flow zoshi state, you gotta realize that there's something inside of you guiding you like a sensei from a Chucky Chan movie. Mom. And the thing about that is Whenever you're there, you gotta be listening to David Goggins. You gotta be listening to Jocko Willings. You gotta be listening to Gary V. You gotta be listening to Andrew Tate. You gotta be listening to all those guys at once. You can't waste time and listen to them all separate. You gotta play them all on a speaker, and the cognitive resonance is gonna go, and that's when your fucking 5D transformation happens and your third eye chakra awakens. So thank you. I just had to let y'all know that because I'm sick of this bullshit. You know, that was kind of hard till you started doing that, and now I'm fucking really hard. <laughs> <clears throat> I rest my case. Nah, go. for real. Put the suitcase down and turn up with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's always nice to have you come on here and just speak absolute facts. Just unabridged fucking... I hate that. I hate the the doubters. Honestly. You know, I live off that. You know, like... <laughs> There's that one movie um, mm-hmm. that, I personally, am, I think it's kind of bad. I Am Legend and I'm Will Smith. Um, and I think it was only good because it caused an international controversy. Mm-hmm. Or the that's the only reason it, anyone even watched it. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm talking about the interview. Um, they hate us because they ain't us. And that's the thing about uh, poopy people. Mm-hmm. They hate us because they ain't us and they're poopy people. That is true. So shout out all the haters out there. I know you ain't listening. <clears throat> I'm not an islander or Turkish. But I am in a, a free American. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it don't get any realer than that, I just folks. had to say that because there's a lot of people doubting. Well, you know what I doubt? <laughs> I doubt the fact that you even know what you're talking about at the moment. Well, here's the thing, Taylor. 
Turn around. I don't want to. It's been a movie this whole time. <laughs> There's cameras in the <laughs> walls. <laughs> it's me. I'm Truman. Smile. <laughs> I got you. It's all fake. Your mom, actor. <laughs> Paid. I'm 54 years old. So, Taylor, thank you for coming to my podcast. Um, great afternoon with Zayden Kirby. Here with my podcast guest, uh, Taylor Lautner. Hey, how's it going? This is Taylor Lautner. You might know me from Shark Boy. I was also in Twilight and New Moon. Uh, I'm here to promote my new podcast, Good After Morning, with Taylor Morgan. Uh, Random dancing! God. <laughs> All right. Dude, I really should incorporate random dancing into my podcast. You could. Just and then rip I could it hit, straight from I could Mike just, Harley. I could hit the, um, when it's Channing Tatum and it goes, I'm alright, I'm alright, I'm alright, I'm alright. You're gonna like do, be like doing belly rolls and shit? Possibly. <laughs> if I hit the correct workouts that week. Damn, be abbed up. Could be. Yeah, the thing is though. Is that, and that's the thing, you know, <laughs> let's continue. So, I've got a goal for this summer, and that's to become a camping international icon. Okay. Um, so, I bought a hatchet mm-hmm. that you can't use. Well, I already And I also one. bought a ferro rod, and for those of you that are stuck in the 21st century with your head... Up Facebook's ass. What do you think you're freaking... That means a primitive fire starter. So, (laughs) you say no one's took a bite out of the microphone. For those of you at home, uh, you can just beware, because I will be pitching a tent in your backyard, and Mm. you cannot look. Yep. Nah, so the game plan for hiking. Mm -hmm. Here's... What I think, you tell me what you think after, then we'll discuss mm-hmm. what we both think. So what I think... <clears throat> democracy. We pull up. Pull up. Hop out. Jati Tug, yo. I'm just kidding. We go to my crib. We meet there. We have a little chill session at the crib. Maybe record another one of these pre, or maybe record it after. We'll decide that yeah, day. one or the other. Whatever everybody's feeling. And uh, and then we will hike the same direction or up the creek. Which one do you think? Up the creek would require a little bit less thorn, thistle, ticks probably. Because ticks are starting to spawn. And then if we go up the creek, what do we need? We need hammock, a couple places to sit. Yeah. We need uh, stuff to smoke. Yep. Do we need a goal for the hiking trip? Do we want to try to do something, find something? I don't know. See, that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> What's the weather going to be like, do you know? That's a real good question. Because if the weather's good, we could go, go to the cave. The cave? Not on my land, but we could still hit the cave. Because <laughs> I'd, I'd say 30 minutes tops is all it'd take to find the cave. If the weather's warm, we can hit it. But if it's not warm, we can't hit it. It's got to be like, I'm talking upper 70s at least. At right. least. Well, it's looking like Saturday is going to be sunny with a high of 59. Well, that sounds like hiking weather to me. That really does. 
So we're just going to hike around mm -hmm. land. I guess we'll just go with whatever he want to do, really, when it comes to direction-wise. Is there any things you, you had in mind for the... Um, it would be cool to go to that one spot that we were planning on camping at. That'd be the final destination? And, and kind of, like, planning that out. Because I would like more of these guys... So you guys are in with, with us. <clears throat> we're, we're inviting uh, one of our friends from Tulsa to come hike around with us and shit this weekend. So that's what we're kind of planning. Um, it's going to be a nice adventure. Zayden lives in the hills of Spavanaugh. The, il the illustrious hills of Spavanaugh. Yeah. <clears throat> and, I mean, it sounds like it's going to be pretty brisk. But if we are going... Because, like, how far, like, up could we go? You we know could go saying? far up, but if we go up, that's, like, uh, overalls and boots territory. Yeah. That's hog country up there. Like, yeah. It's just, like, harsh-ass thistle and... Not thistle, thorns and um, <clears throat> just thick-ass fucking bushes and... The trees aren't very tall. Yeah. Like, it's a okay. little, like, it's not, it's really cool looking because you go up in elevation and, like, everything changes. It's really, yeah. It's not that high, but it changes a lot. That is crazy. <clears throat> but, I mean, if we walking went, up there isn't the most fun, if, desirable. If we went up the creek, though, like, where we went to get onions that last time, yeah. that was pretty cool. We could walking hit. Walking that bottom through there. Something we could probably do is hit up the creek come back around mm -hmm. and then hit all the way to the camping spot we walked to. Yeah. If we wanted to do like a long camp hike day. But what do we need to bring, you know? Do you, do we want to cook on a fire mid-hike? Do we want to do I was some, thinking you know, we bring hot dogs. That's a, that's what I had in mind. Cuz that's too. easy as fuck. And you know, we can build a small fire. I can practice my ferro yeah, rod, get some pretend to flex, going, turn it up on them. And uh yeah, we can cook hot dogs. Dude, is there anything better than just fucking cooking some hot dogs on a fire, though? Not much, dude. When I was with Alex and them at the creek, mm -hmm. we cooked those giant-ass good fucking beef hot dogs. I yeah. Big I gotta buy things. some of those, bro. We gotta get those for this weekend. Dude. I'll ask them where they got them at. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. I, I bet they, they might have bought them somewhere in Langley. There's no telling. Yeah, Reesers might carry them. Reesers carries random shit I don't like think that. they do. I was just kidding. You no, might, you like might have, well, oh, you might be able to ask the meat people to, like, order them, hey. but I don't think they just have them. I'll um, just ask Alex where I got them. I got them from a butcher shop in Grove, and I, I don't really want to drive to Grove well, between there and now, but. So, I'll, I'll talk to them and figure out. Yeah. That. That's besides the point. It could be the worst quality hot dog. And it's For real, bar-ass fucking. Those are fine. But, do all that. I don't know. I feel like there needs to be something else. Yeah. I think I could probably, I don't know, I think I might, maybe we can just take them on a drive. We'll, we'll definitely have to take them on a drive. And yeah. To, maybe even drive to Jay, show them around Jay, show them, <laughs> show them my grandma's little fucking the hood. Yeah. My that, hood. That would be wild. Show them my hood, man. Some nation housing. <laughs> yeah, and then um, maybe even take them and meet my grandma if she's not, if she's home. Just like, let, let him come meet hey, my grandma. grandma. She would love it. Um... Yeah, maybe take him to Muscle Beach or some shit. Just depending on what he's feeling, but 
go down there. You could bring some shrooms with you. Give him some. It would be cool to just kind of drive around the lake a little bit and yeah, I would. No, I want to give him the spots. show. I want to yeah. give him the the rundown. Like like going to Muscle would be fun. Driving around and then showing spots inevitably would also trigger thousands of stories for us to tell him. Yeah. Him to just get a good idea of what's going on and everything. Yeah. Because my main goal is I want to get some of those guys to, like, want to come down here a lot during exactly. the summer. And, <clears throat> no, and my, um, this just kind of, it's a little off subject, but, like, one thing with, like, our area where I'm from, where you're from. I was here first. Um, lies. Um, all that stuff, I want to, like, even with just, like, everything, I just want to, like, show off these areas. Yeah. Because they're slept on, like, and there's so much, like, it's, like, around here, there's, like, more of, to me, it's, like, more real-life fun. Yeah. Like, you're definitely. at the creek swimming with people, and the people are what's fun, even if the people aren't the best people. That's, like, the thing about Muscle Beach. Dude, random creek people are crazy. Yeah, you run across, like, villains the for no reason. Just hang out with at the I'm creek. I'm like, damn, this dude has, like, a full bodysuit of, like, prison tattoos, and he's with, like, a fat, fat, fat woman with, like, 18 kids. <laughs> and he's just, like, eyeballing you the whole time. You're, like, just trying to drink some beer and hang out. Yeah. But that's what makes the area so beautiful. In the <laughs> because, you know, he probably didn't mean that bad. You wouldn't have talked to him. He might be cool. Yeah, he just wants to hit your joint. He might also, like, punch you in the face yeah. or nothing, but... No, it is know. crazy. I do want to showcase this area because, like, the culture of, like, hood... Hmm. has almost become popular like yeah it's because it's definitely romanticized and this area has a level of that that's crazy yeah like, this we area were talking about a, this last night or maybe it was a couple of days ago no but delaware county is if not the poorest in oklahoma yeah, which we'll it was say at one, one of, time one of the poorest yeah it's got to be top three like yeah the the poorest county in Oklahoma, which is like top five poorest states in the union. Yeah. So like, we it's pretty some, bad. We got some, but also you're sandwiched between two lakes and a whole shitload of creeks. So there's a yeah. lot to do. And there's a lot of rich people. It's very odd. It's like a good representation of the white side of the lake that's not filled with natives. North Grand. Yeah. If you're if you're <laughs> if you're around a lot of like just like. A lot of Grand Lake in general. That's, yeah, Grand Lake in general. If you watch the show Ozark, that's literally, yeah. that's real life a good explanation of like kind of what life is like for like that side. But where Taylor is from and where I'm from, I just lived in, I lived in the, you know, ritzy Grand Lake areas too. <clears throat> and like but went, the shit part of it. I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely the shit part of it. But they're still trashy, but... um and went to school with, like, more of just lake people. But Taylor went to Jay, which was a lot of natives and lake people also. But just, mo like, it's just way more of a community of, like, natives mm -hmm. and people like that. It dominates, especially when you're a lower-class person. Yeah. But I lost my train of thought because... What was I even just about to say? I had a point I and then know. I forgot about it because I got into separating the idea yeah, of kitchen. Yeah. But, well. Something about lake people and there being more J more normal, I guess, people at J. Or not normal, but like poor. I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, normal people is poor right here. I have no fucking clue. I, fucking, 
almost finished my glass of wine. <laughs> this dude's drinking some white wine right now. Drinking white wine. I'm just feeling different. <laughs> I haven't drank in like a year either, except for last night. He's sipping that shot now. I'm sipping that, man. <laughs> but pretty much this area has a culture that is never shown. That was my whole point is that this culture, people don't understand, and then people get shit taken away from them because they live in a culture like this. So say like you live in a hood, a bad hood, and it's a bad culture and also a very unique culture and it has a lot of things of its own, but in, but nobody talks about it. Just imagine that. Like you live in not even like a hood, like it's just a very unique poor culture that has all these crazy things, but it's not shown. Yeah. Like big cities, they're very shown. Around here, like you don't get to see what it's like in these small yeah. towns that it's like just so happens to the be like thing all natives. Be res dogs. Yeah, th- yeah, that is but a really that's good. That's even just like that's like one a gen- part. That's like a gentrified. View it's like one of part what of what it's like to grow up in jail. Yeah. Also, it's like it doesn't encapsulate it really. It does yeah. in a lot, a lot of ways, but it doesn't really encapsulate. Yeah, it. especially the negative, negative parts of it, like yeah, motherfuckers being methed out. It's not enough like, meth in residence. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of that. Not enough bush light cans laying around either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little too. But no, it's a great area. It's it's yeah. a. It makes good people, but it also makes fucking crazy Horrible people. people. <laughs> but it does make great people, too. Yeah. But. but I'm excited for this summer because by the end of it, I know you know this, but I want I just want to have a, like basically not really a bug out bag, but like a I'm about to go camping bag. And it just has like a hammock, a sleeping bag, like a saw, a hatchet, you know, my flint and steel, like the little fucking silicone like pots and pans, like something to boil water in, like all that type of shit, like a compass. Yeah. You know, everything you'd possibly need. Yeah. For a good, maybe, maybe a good almanac. <laughs> 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 need to need to be able to track the weather. Maybe a sextant. Might need one of those. Pocket pussy. Yep. <laughs> need the pocket pussy in the bug out bag for sure. But that's kind of my goal is to is to just have like a nice bag with uh, all that type of shit, because I would like to become more of a primitive man. Yeah, definitely, definitely seems like something that wouldn't be. There's no negative, no real downsides to no. learning all that right no, now. No, not really. And yeah. it's just interesting as fuck. I've always it's liked exciting, sticking around yeah. in the woods. I've always liked camping. Feels you right. know, Fucking with you know, sharpening sticks and stuff. You know, making shit. So, like, it would be cool to learn, like, some actual, um, like, usable skills for that shit. Like, I'm be on my alone vibe. No, I, I was actually thinking about filming, about, like, filming me learning a lot of that uh, shit. Yeah, like, learning should. how to make cordage and shit like, like that. Like, two years from now when you're good as fuck at all of it. Yeah. And we're building those fucking, those, um, paracord little webs and trees that I thought. Oh, about. yeah, you can walk on them. We that shit's crazy, bro. <clears throat> Yeah, I bought a whole ass bundle of paracord. I need to learn how to fucking weave and shit. Your last name? Come on now. <laughs> that's a J thing. That's that's a joke that literally only works in J, Oklahoma. That is true. Like I've tried it with a bunch of random Grove people, people from around yeah, Ketchum, Langley. I I don't know. I don't know. They where do that would not know to. it. They do not know it. 
I I would say it at Norman all the time. That's crazy. Because you know, like the easy ones, like Glass yeah, and Six, yeah, shit like that, yeah. like super easy, like, and just bomb every time I say That's it. Crazy. <laughs> like, which is not the reaction. Usually, you get at least three A's, and uh, and a couple mm. giggles, a couple ah, kinda. Yeah. yeah. Oh, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Dude, when we went to that Turnpike concert at the BOK, I heard like four organic come ons. Come on, come on! That <laughs> fucking me. killed me, dude. Should get me going. Come on! I started tapping Megan on the shoulder, and I was like, "You do that like, shit." He's like, "I knew I did it for a reason." Come on! I knew I didn't come up with that shit. I knew it was in the blood, in my <laughs> DNA. Come on! My first travel was a two forty-three. Come on! <laughs> I know that's not Turnpike, but I just don't know any of their songs off the top of my head. Yeah, that's a crime, dude. It's tough. You, you just I've listened get, to I them. know, I've made you listen to so yeah, much Turnpike. I'm not it's just not sticking. I mean, I like them. They're, especially like their live performances makes mm-hmm. them really good, but I just mind like, man. Yeah. I'm not a crazy fan of their music. You're just not into, like... I don't all like your country con- all that much. Yeah, have, the I, shit I, you do I, like is super stripped down. And it's singer like, all the people country. you like, like yeah, it's super stripped. Yeah, acoustic guitar singing. Like Zach Bryan. I do What's not. What's that Van Zant guy you like? Oh, Towns Van Zant, like yeah. Blaze Foley and all that. Yeah. yeah, I like them a lot. I just don't like the southern sound when it gets all into the fucking. Oh, like, like the a steel really guitar. Really simple yeah. fucking guitar solos and shit like yeah. that. I'm like, I'm like, shut the fuck up and get a fucking life, you low life jackass. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not actually like that. But. Yeah, huh? Dude, don't punch me. I did, and now you're asleep. That's assault and battery, and Dr. Dre will not stand for it. Listen. That's me being Dr. Dre with my mind. Oh, okay. That's a Jedi Dre trip flip. Jedi Dre flip, Trey flip, Trey Giggs. Fuck, that's, that's a dad. local legend, that's bro. That's your dad. I wish, bro. Dad. I wish I was related to Trey. That guy, like, I don't know. This is why I need to just. I want to do like a, a series where I just like either talk to or talk about or talk about random people from Jay. Fuck it, might as well. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Come to Jet. I mean, maybe. Like, if I asked Trey... You gotta go Trey to Rick, me first, motherfucker. Like, actually, I couldn't do him, though, because it would just be mean. It would only be mean. <laughs> I feel bad if he just heard this by chance. Yeah, no, I, can't I do definitely Trey, would. It's only gonna be mean, it, man. But it, like... I know, It's gonna be honest. Yeah, it's just the reality <laughs> of the situation. But I do want to do one on Junior Sap really bad. Because he actually is. He has a some legend. real folklore. He has he some is a real legend. Life. Like, meeting him was like terrifying to me when yeah. I was a kid. The few times I met him, like he'd be like, "Yep, yep, got lost, got lost." Like, I'm terrified of you because I think you're going to transform into a bird and eat my head off. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this guy in Jay. I know you've talked about him before. I had to have. Junior Sapp. He was... um, 
suspected to be a shapeshifter. Zayden's pulling his teeth out. <laughs> but he was like, there's just so many stories and so many instances of people like seeing him somewhere. And actually, I have one of those stories. We're driving into town. There's a gas station like two miles, three miles out of Jay. It's called Marvin's. We're driving by Marvin's. There's Junior Sap sitting out front Marvin's fucking asking people for a smoke because that's what he did. And we're just driving along. We get to the Y and Jay. And there's another gas station right there. Who do we see as we're driving by but fucking Junior Sap? Now what the hell? How does that happen? And there are so many stories like that in Jay and him just doing crazy weird shit. And he was just an old native motherfucker, just Cherokee to the bone. And I don't know what he did other than like walk around or fly around at every sporting event that Jay High School ever had. And I don't know, but the guy's got a lot of folklore around him. And I want to talk to, like, some of the older people, because he died, quote-unquote died. <laughs> He's in Cuba with Elvis and, and Pac. Um, he died whenever I was in, like, I had to have been a freshman, maybe a sophomore, maybe a little bit younger than that. So, like, I don't know a whole lot of his story, right? Like, most of the time when I was alive... I, when he was alive, that I knew him, I was a kid. So, like, how much do you really know about the local shapeshifter when you're a kid? Um, so, I would really like to talk to some older people, like, around, like, my brother's age or maybe even older, that, are, you know, also grew up with this motherfucker just walking around asking people for smokes and making spring noises. And uh, it would... It would just be really, really cool to break it down on a podcast for y'all because Junior Sap is probably the second most famous person in Jay. The first most famous being me. Um, And then Tommy Morrison, I guess. But he's just got a singular bronze statue in the Bulldog Arena that's on wheels. (laughs) How crazy is that? That like that story was so bad that the, there's not a memorial or anything yeah, in Jay. It literally took that thirty for thirty episode coming out for them to even get that statue. That is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, they got a they statue. Put they put it on a podium his, his on doings. wheels in in the in the fucking bulldog arena in Jay, and it's just like off to the side. It's like, oh, there's Tommy. Yeah, he was a uh, he pu- he punched a few. Yep, he he did <clears> fight <throat> George Foreman. And their girls ain't bad. I'll tell you that. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jay's a weird place. I don't know. That's kind of what I what I want to encapsulate is like the life of me growing up in these areas. That's what I want to like encapsulate with my music, with everything. Like the life of me. In this odd circumstance, I was placed in. Yeah. That most people aren't placed in. That leaves you not relating to a lot of things that a lot of other people relate to. Yeah. It is wild because you don't really know how different it is until you leave. Leave <laughs> and then yeah. come back and you're like, oh, 
Motherfuckers from Jay are wild. Like, yeah, they're like... They're, and I'm sure it's not just Jay. I'm sure every little fucking community has its nuances and oh, it's yeah, crazy. For sure. but, but it's different. Ours is way cooler than yours. And it's also way more nuanced and, like, way more That's technical. Well, and, and in, like, in reality, like, I've definitely been around. I've lived in a lot of random-ass just towns. And, mm. like, towns have their little things, but Jay is just a bit different. Not just Jay. The whole area, northeastern Oklahoma, native country, basically, all that shit is just, like, there's a whole different vibe that isn't... <clears throat> and it's not that other places don't have it. It's that our vibe isn't broadcasted to the world. Yeah. You know, there's not there's movies not, there's not a with strong our voice archetypes being played out. There is to a degree, but not 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 so specific like other places. Yeah. No, and that's it's a true science fact, and hopefully through the power of this podcast and Beats by Dr. Dre, um, we can make that happen. Dude, how fucking wild would it be if at one point I actually do end up getting sponsored by Beats by Dr. Dre? Wait, what am I saying? I already am sponsored by Beats by Dr. Dre. This is... Um, Jerry Nelson, listen. <laughs> That's my cuz, kinda. Just another J hero. fucking for no reason, man. Um, off the subject of J, mm-hmm. you know, I've drank a little bit. Yeah. So now I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to get done this summer? What am I trying to get done? Mm-hmm. Mm. I want to do Good After Morning Day. I think this is the first time I've ever talked about it on the podcast, actually. But welcome. Yeah, welcome to my hell. <laughs> um, whatever day the 69th episode of good after morning lands on which should be some point this summer because i'm on this is like 57 or 58 okay. so it'll so be gotta, like july we august can, we'll make that soon yeah it'll be somewhere i mean i could cram up ep- like I could, <laughs> I could cram episodes if i wanted double release a couple times and put it in like june but it'll i think it'll naturally land somewhere like july maybe early august and whatever day that ends up being will be good after morning day and it's the 69th episode, so obviously it's got to be a 69th of Palooza. Mm-hmm. Um, I think back in the day we were talking about like you coming on and maybe doing like a live music thing. I'll do it. And you know, having some shit like that, it would be cool to get like Nicolo to come on. Yeah, we can both. Do and some... he can do we'll write a song. Dude, for it. that would be insane. We'll write it this weekend. Dude, have him fucking roll around. Yeah, we'll, we'll fucking roll around together. <laughs> yeah, that that would be insane. But I want to do good after morning day. And along with that, I'm also wanting to host the first annual. Fuck, I had a whole ass name for it. I think it's in my notes. But it's basically going to be a Call of Duty tournament based around Good After Morning Day. Okay. And I want to start hosting that. And this, the first one will just be a, a local LAN tournament, meaning we'll all be playing on, like, PS4s connected to each other in the living room. Uh, and we'll be playing Black Ops 3, most likely. And I want to make that a thing. And at some point, make it, like... Because I'm going to make it like a $100 tournament. And it's just my friends playing in it. Yeah. And I'm just going to put 100 bucks on it and be like, hey, you know, 
you know, yeah, play for it cool. just so there's some incentive. But at some point, it would be cool for that to grow into like a twenty five hundred dollar pot or something, oh, yeah. and there's like could. real gamers playing in it. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's a good idea. But yeah, that that's kind of my that's kind of my goals. I got my sights set on Good After Morning Day. Okay. Hell yeah. And uh, doing that shit. So keep your fucking eyes peeled <laughs> as we climb in number. It's just gonna keep getting closer. Um, and uh, barring my delinquency to the podcast, we should be, we should get there pretty soon. <laughs> the podcast is back, and it's here to stay. Mm-hmm. And you heard it here first from me. Yeah, this is my new executive producer, uh, ZK Wilson, <laughs> Zustavo Rock, Zustavo Kerbison. <laughs> um, that's some good summer goals. That's some good. Summer yeah. What about goals. you, man? You got any? You got any things? Mm, <clears throat> I definitely got some just like getting in shape goals. I've just, I had all those seizures and kind of let myself get a little, not like fat or anything, but just yeah, like just stopped your flubby. Progress. Yeah, yeah, I got a little flubby while simultaneously not working out as hard as I was. So I'm like, okay, I got to turn that back up. And then some more goals would be finding out how to release my art without the idea of somebody observing it. You know what I mean? Finding out a way to like not post to be growing myself. Yeah. That's Separating what, what I want to do. Because I'm very disgusted by the idea of like marketing and branding and like changing what would be coming out from the true self that I am. And instead, changing it to something like, I'm going to do this because I know this will work a little bit better. It's like an adapted version of what would have been. I'm trying to destroy that in myself and just be a true reflection of my artistic self. And that was a lot of words. But I think I got my idea out all right. No, you, you said it good. <coughs> and I think, um, I think that is really noble. And I do know that you have... Uh, you kind of struggled with that in your in your music and everything, so that's a good goal. That is yeah. a good goal, and um, that and fitness. It's that's actually really crazy. The, the biggest you said that because like as I was leaving work today, I was listening to Rick Rubin on Andrew Huberman. Yeah, and this is the second time I listened to it, and that guy is Rick all Rubin's about that type man. of shit, bro. Rick Rubin's my man. That's his. That's, hair. <laughs> he looks like you if you grew up. Honestly, if I got like yeah, if, if just I just got, got old and turned into Santa Claus, no, um, like. he was a big igniter. I got into Rick Rubin like a little before he released this new book, probably like six months before he released this new book. And I, because he's you know he's starting to take podcasts right before to get word out that he's about to release this book. But he definitely changed my whole reality on a lot of. Uh, what I thought about what I was creating and some unconscious things I was doing that even though I can't directly feel or see that I'm doing it, I just know that I'm doing it because it's like a, it's like, it's a, it's like a truth for everyone. Yeah. It's unavoidable. Yeah. It's, un, it's completely unavoidable. People, people nowadays are so into art simply because they want to be something instead of like I was and I can honestly, like with my chest, say I was into music. I was into expressing myself. I was into art because I didn't fit in. I had a bad home life. Like I was trying to escape from mm -hmm. all that shit. Like 
I know for a fact that's what I was doing. And nowadays, it's like this dude was like wanting to be like a college basketball player that didn't work out and now he's trying to make music so he's like dressing this weird way and putting out like decent content to be honest like he puts out some okay like replications of other things that have come out but it's so oversaturated with that i want to find a way to where it's like i'm not trying to hack the system and brand and like be this like i'm a content machine you know to where like i'm tricking the algorithms like i just want to put out what I truly am and it be accepted by people and grow whatever type of following comes yeah. from that. Even if it's just like, well, it's like the, the Zach Bryan effect. Cause that's really how he blew the yeah, fuck up. Yeah. Was he was just <clears throat> posting shit to YouTube and to like SoundCloud and shit like that. Yeah. And over time got millions and millions yeah, and millions there's definitely, of views. There's definitely still branding and marketing along yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he did. But yeah, like, but everybody, on the outside it just yeah, looks raw. There, yeah, and there's no reason to, like only think about branding. Yeah. When you start thinking about branding like as you're writing some shit, you lose yourself. That's when shit sucks. And I've had my problems. I like to to this day I'm still not sure if I'm I'm definitely creating behind the scenes what is truly in me, but I don't know how to release it without coming off as like this soulless machine that's like I post this in this way so that this amount of people see it. And I understand that my music is like something that I need to monetize so that way I can live off of it. But there's some sort of line that that you have to find. And everything I see coming out now, obviously there's the outliers that I like. Like there's people like I genuinely, genuinely really like their music coming, even from my communities. But 90% of it is people who are like soulless and have no idea about music they're honestly mostly just pussy hungry insecure dudes who are like oh well i wasn't getting any pussy doing any of this so i'm gonna be an artsy like whatever artistic endeavor i'm taking on is to try to get closer to some girl i think is hot basically (laughs) and it's very it's very frustrating so i'm trying to find a way to fit into everything without being one you know without abiding by those rules yeah now that's an interesting line to walk and I've been thinking about a lot of shit like that, like with my podcast recently, because podcasts have also become so saturated. Exactly. Like it's everybody and their dog has a fucking podcast. So if it's almost to the point where you're, if you don't have a gimmick, it's kind of hard to stand out. Yeah. But then again, there's another part of me that's like, I don't want to find a gimmick. Yeah. Because what I suck at is preparation. I do I do my best work when I just sit down and hit record like if I try to plan out a podcast and like even little you know like I've thought about like bringing segments on and I've talked yep. to people about bringing segments and honestly I should and I Here have. we go I'm going to interrupt you. This is just a line that's in my head but true expression of yourself is the gimmick that you should push. But go on. That is a good line. That is a good line, and that's kind of where I ended up because, like, just any time I think about it, like, I'll just be like, yeah, I could, you know, maybe gear it more towards Call of Duty and kind of, you know, become a Call of Duty "Hmm, podcast. What pocket am I going to fit into to blow up? Yeah. Like, how am I going to get this shit out? Yeah, exactly. Instead of just being like, this is my podcast where I release who I truly am, and I interview people in a way that I truly am me, 
and to where they can truly be them in my environment. Yeah. Instead of like, I'm going to get on this guy and I'm, I'm going to have to say something bizarre so I can clip it and post it. Yeah. You know? Right. It's just being this true like yeah. expression. And then having the smarts to go back to your true expression of self and working it into the machine of marketing. Yeah. And that's kind of, and that's where I've ended up because you know, there's a big part of me and I keep seeing just random small cuz Call of Duty is all over my YouTube algorithm. Yeah. So I see all these random small podcasts that sometimes get feeded in, you know, and they'll have like less than 100 subscribers, you know, maybe a couple hundred subscribers and like, you know, my level of people and I'm just like, man, like should I do that or the few times I do talk about Call of Duty, because I do from time to time, I'll just get on a rant talking about what the fuck's going on in the scene. Could I just clip that and then post that on the COD comp edit and, like, do it that way? And that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, just work my way into the scene that Whatever's way. Because I would like natural. people from that community to come on my podcast and well, like course. my podcast. So. And they don't have to be talking about Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, I like, like your shit. I like Call of Duty. Let's talk about heroin. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's talk about that time you almost got ran over. Let's talk about rape. Come on. And how it's bad. Yep. <laughs> no, that was um that could have been the little bit of drunk in me trying to make a funny joke and then it coming out is a little bit But instead <laughs> Breach. Breach. <laughs> just completely ear fucked him real quick. You can see it on the screen. Yeah, just the solid bars. Sorry about that, darling. Let me uh Hit you with that good after morning. Oh, oh, good after morning in the evening. Good after morning. Oh, oh. We're back for another. Damn. I might have to make that my fucking outro. <laughs> that was off top. I didn't write it. I didn't schedule it. I didn't plan it. Um, Cindy Lopper did not ghostwrite. Uh, Dude, I wish. Neither did Cindy Lou Who. Damn. And that's a fucking fact. Those are like the two most famous Cindy's. And the thing about me is I'm a Cindy's nuts on your butt. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's a weird thing to think about. But in the end... I just got to get back on my fucking grind of posting a podcast every week because I really have just it's been that an shit. asshole. It's that shit. It's the, it's the, it's the. The resistance, it's the, bro. I know. You need to listen to that or read that Stephen Pressfield book. I do need the to. The War of Art. <clears throat> it I goes hard. To. It goes hard. Because there's just this internal conflict f- for me is like, okay, I have this thing. So I'm going to tell people about this thing. As I'm trying to make it become a reality. So I tell all these people, they, the natural ego of a normal person, I feel like, that isn't trying to be aware is just dismissive. So they dismiss your thing. You get this little, you know, some people that are important to you dismiss it in a way that you get this negative idea of yourself. And you don't hold on to any of the positive you ever heard. It's only the negative. So that stays... And then you make this beautiful creation, whatever it may be, a podcast, you know, a skit, music, anything. And you go, you know it's good personally, but as as it forms, as it comes closer to those dates, it's like your brain 
shoots all those messages that you've ever heard in your whole entire life. You know, I'm like, I'm like thinking about six year old me, like getting put down by some people when I'm thinking about releasing a song for no reason. I'm just like, it's just that negative negativeness that's been like put in your brain Mm -hmm. since you were whatever you grew up with. And I think a lot of people, even if they had a great life, hold on to those same, that same negativeness, whatever it is in their life. And that kind of dictates how you think about releasing things. Cause that's, that's just me personally. And I mm-hmm. feel like it's probably a general thing. Oh, I feel it but, with my podcast heavily. Cause yeah. Yeah, I can't tell you how many hours I've spent sitting in my living room, not recording a podcast. Like fighting yourself. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> you're like not, I'm like not releasing this music I made while simultaneously becoming suicidal because I didn't release the music I made. Yeah. It's just like it a weird, hell. it's a weird it's hell you hell. can trap yourself in. And it's the resistance. And that's what that entire war of art book is about. Yeah. It's that force, whatever it is for you, but it's a pretty across the board thing for anybody doing Anything creative, or honestly, anything that is outside the norm, because the resist. Because he also talks about like just being an outlier in general. Like anyone that was ever great deals with the resistance, and they have, and that's why they're great. And it's like it's it's an inevitable piece of it that like there's nothing to prepare you for that. <laughs> it gets you. it's your own brand of what the fuck. It gets you, especially. When you're on your own, and there's very few, so you have supporters, but you, the important supporters that should be there don't aren't aren't those like supporting beams for you to stand on. So you get stuck trying to jump off of like sand that's falling, like quicksand. You're trying to jump out of quicksand instead of jumping off of the support system. So you just like instead of like taking the time to like slowly pull your feet out of the quicksand and jump off of it, you're like jumping over and over and over again, trying to get out of it. Instead of just like taking a step back and being like, okay, I'm going to disconnect myself from all this negativeness and my whole past and how that makes me interact with the world. And I'm going to try to become a new version of that while I release these things. But it seems like pe- like our brains won't let us become that new thing. Like no. for me personally, like I can't become this new thing because I've done this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this happened mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I heard this, so I can't change the artistic person that I am. I don't know. That's not a very good way to say it. Like I can't change you in general. Yeah, I can't, can't cha- change. Yeah, at I can't all. change it. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> That is like, I was trying to come to something else, but that's really just the truth. I can't change what I've become, but I can. That's the thing. You Mm -hmm. can. It's just you can't change it by ignoring it and trying to jump over and over and over again. Yeah. You have to address it. You have to, like, realize it and then realize that the resistance is coming from things that you didn't even understand. Mm -hmm. And once you understand those things. Yeah. No, that, that book... It goes insane, and I. Uh, I need to look. I definitely. Need I got to read a. Um, I got an audio version of it, and it's him reading it. And um, <clears throat> there's a big section in it where he talks about like the professional and like a, what a professional in his craft like is compared to an amateur, and like some yeah. of that shit's fucking wild. And that's like all the work side of like, okay, yeah. you've mastered the resistance. Now, what separates you? from an amateur from a hobbyist 
from <laughs> you know anything like that yeah, like how do you exactly. become a pro and some of that shit's crazy and you can apply those messages in any of Rick Rubin's shit any of I mean any of most of that type of knowledge like I don't even know what you call it like like the, the pursuit of greatness yeah, you can apply like that to anything yeah for real or like an offshoot of it like it's it's wild man like there's so many things that like i don't know it just makes you want to tell people about it yeah like, it makes you want to start coaching your homies <laughs> i know for real listen buddy like i was sending uh do you remember that earl nightingale video that i had where it's uh like the greatest secret oh and yeah, it, yeah like yeah, talks yeah. about like uh like what makes like the the two percent the two percent mm. and all that shit like i was sending that video to, to like my little brother and all his friends yeah. and shit and like a group chat we had blowing their minds yeah yeah no, that that's, shit. i have similar feelings to like the groups of people like say some of the people i go to the gym with and stuff yeah the younger dudes yeah I remember you talking like about i just i'll that. just randomly put them onto something that i know they've never heard anybody say and yeah. it just feels so good to like know that you're positively impacting somebody. yeah passing some wisdom you're, on. yeah like i was just like you and I can see what you were doing. It's the same cycle I was in. And I'm about to tell you what takes you yeah, out of that cycle. Yeah, just give you a key. And about a year from now, whenever something bad happens, you're going to think back to this moment. And you're going to be like, okay. And you're going to look into what I told you to. And it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I That's what I always imagine. It's wild. Not always the case, but. Yeah, I know. And, like, and that's really all you can do. Like, You can't force people to change. You can't force people to accept ideas. You just have to give them the idea and there you go yeah. <laughs> do with this what you will take this idea and um turn it to ikea where furniture is made come on and the thing about furniture is when people sit down who the hell's gonna stand up and that's just that's just me Speaking that's, my that's fucking facts, truth bro. that's church get off my ass about it you go to church oh c-h-u-r- C-H. <laughs> the thing about that is cats... Let's see where you go with this one. ...have mm-hmm. uric riches handsomely. And when you get into that, the thing about that is that in Hebrew, letters have meaning beyond just words. So every letter of a word has a meaning. So if you're reading something that's written in Hebrew then there could be a secret message right in front of your face, which is an acrostic through the words that it is written. And here's the thing about Hebrews. Kenites, Jewish people. Dogs that bark when they're off the chain, but when they're on the chain, they don't bark. That's an anomaly. (laughs) (laughs) I was just trying to speak some wisdom. No, come on, you're on to something now. It's what it's like the thing that they don't want you to say, but you'll say it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel that. <laughs> How long have we been going for? What's the time? Hour What's ten. The, hour ten? We've been talking for a fucking hour. Yeah. It's been a pretty good one. How about it? We came in hot. I can't even remember one we thing simmered, I've said. And then we finished hot. And I finished a few glasses of. Yeah, you're two bottles of Pinot Grigio in. Fucking. <laughs> I'm a little drunk. <laughs> I had so I had a year of sobriety before the last few hours. 
uh, last had a night. Year got, of like, sobriety. Three or four cups of wine in him. Like uh, <laughs> she was, you know, Megan's mom comes in and she's like, "Hey, I've got this very very high class tasty wine." And I'm like, "Okay, well," and I hadn't had caffeine in almost a year, also, and so. I'm like, okay, I'm going to drink some coffee. So I drank coffee that day too. So I was feeling a little wild. And then I declined the wine the first time. I'm like, no, I don't want this wine. Like we don't need to drink on top of everything else. And so she pours a glass of this high class wine later that she gets and wants me and Taylor to try it. So I try one singular sip of it. To be honest, I convinced myself that I'm dying. Yeah. Of a seizure, because I thought it triggered a seizure, but it didn't. And then, after that, I drank about four glasses of it (laughs) on accident and got extremely drunk. And, um, (laughs) honestly, I kind of became Taylor's father-in-law. For a time, yeah. In some ways. And so, (laughs) as I was Taylor's father-in-law, I realized I was drunk, you know, and I realized that I forgot about how I like being drunk. So, here I am. Drunk. Again, there you go, and just like that, folks, it's uh, simple as A B C one two three. Come on! <laughs> but now I, uh, I'm excited to get back in my podcast grind. I need to figure out my lighting situation a little bit, um, and get back on my video shit. Um, so you can see my muscles. Yeah, because this is an unrecorded podcast. And I was I had an idea, and I'm just gonna fucking rattle it off, see if anything new comes out of it. But I had an idea for all these podcasts that I have recorded that I don't have video with, because a little less than half of them I have video for, but the majority I don't. And I was thinking about just posting those podcasts, but with like random gameplay. Of me, like, either playing Minecraft or COD or fucking a Pokemon emulator or some shit. Just, like, random what something about that, to be on the um, screen. What about that fleshlight you have that connects to your PS... Or, not your PS4, it's a computer game. It's on... But, like, it measures your stroke and, like, how good uh, you're it. Yeah, the, the Eurobeat. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, the Postmaster 3000. Oh, it's actually called the Eurobeat. But... Yes, the Postmaster 3000. Okay, well, let's not get into... And basically what you do with that is you just fuck the shit out of it and it gives you stats. He has pretty cool. He hasn't beat my stroke high score yet. (laughs) (laughs) He can come in .3 seconds. I just can't quite fucking get there. Yeah, I hit about 40 to 30,000 strokes in three seconds with (laughs) with the perfect angle on every stroke. Okay, well, um, I didn't really want to say everything I just said. It just, I did say it, and we're on a podcast. So, I can't erase it like one of your little drawings. Yeah, think about that. Those that draw. <laughs> good, good after morning in the summer. Of 20, I'm fucking 12 With a motherfucking gun shell and a Hillary Fuck Hillary Clinton and Obama I got a 27-gauge shotgun Good after morning